ourselves the question, if Jesus is light, and I know light, then am I light? And how bright a light really am I? When you walk in the light, as he is in the light, God's word says you have fellowship with each other. You have an affection for each other. You care for one another. One of the factors that determines our brightness is that we have the interest in the lives of each other. There's a statement that's been around for years and goes this way. Living above with saints we love, all that will be glory. Living below with saints we know, well, that's another story. Right? One of the ways we know we're in the light and we possess the light of Jesus Christ is that we have a growing affection for one another. So, dear brothers and sisters, how much light do you display? Do you care for those sitting near you? Do you care for your neighbors as God given to you affection for one another? It seems really simple, but it's not. Try to do it apart from His help and apart from His grace. In fact, it's impossible. It's one of the great ways that the body of Christ responds to the glory of the gospel. The fact that we've been set free and rescued from our sinfulness and our common self. So He's given to us. A light love for one another. There's a second perspective that we do well to understand. I got two more, I'm not taking as much time. But I, I wrote this over verses 19 to 24. If verses 12 to 18, if I'm like, think about this in reference to 19 and 24. I am the Jesus is the there's this back and forth. Remember, there's the curious and the furious things contending within this crowd, this teaching episode. Jesus says that as the express image of the Father, to know Him is to know the Father. Jesus says that if you truly knew God, then you would know Him. We've got this kind of statement in verse 20 where He is, what He's doing. Again, it says, no one lays hands on Him for His hour. Oh, 
some super Christians who were on mission. But the rest of us are just here to suck air into your space. And it's not a biblical concept. Paul says to the Christian believers, we have this ministry. There is no sort of special forces situation where we do special tasks and things like that. Call of God is to the body of Christ. It's not for a small demographic. But the call of God is for us to go and make disciples. Disciples who make disciples. We're not supposed to be like the Dead Sea. Everything sort of runs into us and nothing runs out of us. If you have no interest in seeing people come to Christ, and I say this in love, have you come to Christ? Because one of the marks of a disciple is that you want people to know what you know. You're a beggar who's found bread at the foot of the cross. You want other people to know that. Disciple making is not an elective, not for a few. It is the distinction of being a true, genuine follower of Jesus Christ. And I want you to want that to lay on all of our shoulders. You say, hey, when I grow up, some more reading. I'm going to get serious when I get older. And so on and so forth. We got a plethora of excuses for why we don't do what he's called us to do. The call of God for our lives is that we are on mission. This is not a mission of fantasy, but reality. This is not a mission that we imagine away or excuse ourselves in. It is divine. Delicious and holy calling that God places on our lives. Well, I appreciate the musical genius of John Lennon. His song, Imagine, I think, and this is my opinion, is an ode to ignorance. You can hear a few lines. I'm not angry, I'm not mean with this, but I'm a truth teller. This is what John says Imagine there's no heaven, it's easy if you try. No hell below us, above us only sky. Imagine all the people living for today. Imagine there's no countries. It isn't hard to do. Nothing to kill or die for. And no religion, too. Imagine all the people living life in peace. You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. But I'm not the only one. I hope someday that you'll join us and the world will be as one. Dear brothers and sisters, in the light of John chapter 8, that makes no sense. Listen to what the king, the logos, the word, the light, the bread of life is saying. You come away saying, that's a totally different worldview. So I sat down last night, and in the shadow of Johnny, I wrote, my apologies to John Lennon, I wrote a few lines. Realize that there's a heaven. It's impossible on this side. A hell below us, above us only God. Realize all the people living in life. Realize things reign over us. It's impossible without his light. And I agree with this part, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us. The world will be restored. We gather around the table of the people of God. We do so as those that are thankful and grateful, those that are rightly humble, those that know that there is no escape. In Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. You come humble because we have been forgiven.
Amen. Mm-hmm.